calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of Go Kid Go and a mom to two kids. Join my family on the story train with Calm Conductor Birdie each night as we travel through the magic rainbow tunnel to everywhere and anywhere to find the best bedtime stories. Search for Story Train on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. This story is a fairy tale, but not the syrupy sweet kind. It has teeth and parts of it are scary. Suggested listening age is seven and up. And if you're a grown-up still protecting a child within, this show is for you too. Realm presents a Dagaz Media production of Fae and Fiends, an original story for audio by Fred Greenhalgh. Episode 3, It's Just a Wyvern! As Lizzie the girl and Kyle, the unicorn-turned-goat, charged across the lower Badland Plains in a desperate rush to escape the cockatrice, the first rays of light pierced the crooked trees of the Dismal Swamp. The Dismal Swamp is a vast, mucky, nearly impassable mass that meanders from the reversing falls along the foothills of the Wyvern Mountains into the far edge of the River of Dreams on the other. It is a swamp feared by many and unloved by more. But it is here that the Weasel Garrett calls home nestled in a rickety shack at the top of a cypress treehouse. Five more minutes, Mom. Shush, I said. I'm sleeping. A uni-what? No, there are no unicorns on this side of the continent, haven't you heard? Not since the war. A human girl? Greenway family? Why didn't you say so in the first place? This might be the ticket to my fortune! I'll grab my rapier and meet you outside! Oh, and can't forget these cockatrice goggles. 
for no sleep for the wicked, they say, and none are more wicked than Garrett. <laughs> Garrett! Where are you off to? Uh, nowhere, Mother. On to another quest, I see. No, I'm not. So, the goggles and the rapier for what? Clearing out the snakeweed. It's a greenway child, Mother. I might finally have a way to get that egg. I've heard this before, love. Persevere, follow your dreams, even if you're beaten down and battered over and over. Isn't that our family motto? (laughs) Only on your father's side. Don't you want to have a family name in the storybooks? More likely my only child is devoured by a dragon. (sighs) You remember the story of Uncle Vince? Yes, 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 the four-headed dog of Smythe. Look, Mother, I'm a grown weasel and sword fighter by trade. You can't expect to keep me from seeking my fortunes. Well, give your mum a kiss then. Come on. Yes, Mummy. (laughs) Will you be home for supper? No, don't even answer, I know. Get on with you now. While Garrett the Weasel is saying goodbye to their mom, Kyle and Lizzie are frantically running for their lives. The cockatrice just a half foot step behind. <laughs> you, you saw it. A weasel? How is a weasel going to help us? It's the cockatrice's only natural predator. Come on. Is it a weasel? A tiny little thing? <laughs> Not over here. Phew! I can feel its breath! It's freezing! Okay, wait, hug your nose while you're at it! The smell of it! Can... Oh, make me feel like No, 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 that, that's not the cockatrice! That's the dismal swamp! Oh, good, we're close! Close? To what? To the weasel! Ah! Oh, no! Betsy, back you go! Ah, oh, they were in your territory. They look delicious. I understand all that. However, I could still decorate my treehouse with your head. It would look delightful next to the trophy of your cousin Basil, don't you think? Out of here. Out. Go. Go. You're in my swamp. And stay out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Weasel. Uh, huh. Let's have a look at you, then. You're the dehorned unicorn everyone's been talking about. You've already run into wargs, I hear. I should have let Betsy have you. You're likely trouble. Then again, I'm a fan of trouble, so perhaps we're well paired. And who's this lass? I'm Lizzie. Please don't eat us. <laughs> eat you? What? You don't look appetizing at all. All bone and... Ow! Maybe a little bit of brain there in your noggin, but... Hey. Let's be honest, not much of a meal for me. I have a feeling you'll be of better use to me living, so let's get to dickering. What? Dickering! To bargain, negotiate, haggle, make a deal. You faced certain death, I saved your bacon, and now you owe me. What'll it be... I got it. You can help me capture the Wyvern egg. Wyvern? Oh, don't make that face. It's a small dragon, hardly more than a baby itself. A a, a Wyvern that's old enough to lay eggs is hardly a baby. Oh, no. 
For folks nearly devoured by a cockatrice and on the hit list of a dark warlock, you seem quite risk-averse. Look, it'll be done in a hop, skip, and a jiffy, and I'll consider your debt to me repaid. <laughs> Noble You weasel. can call me Garrett. Garrett, I am Calindriel, seventh in the line of Breathnach. Now, recall the aid the unicorns brought to the weaselkin in the flood of the ash beetles in the time of Venera. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so sentimental, you unicorns are always bringing up history. Our journey is of the utmost importance, Garrett. We seek protection from the Queen of Fae herself, you see. <laughs> Perfect. And oh, what luck for us all! My quest is none other than to visit the Queen myself uh, once I take care of this inconsequential errand to retrieve the Wyvern egg. Well then, we're off! Uh, uh, Hold up! Look, darling, we don't have time for this. I'll do it. Huh? You'll... What? You did save us. Thank you. And we'll need your help if we're not going to get eaten by other things, so I'll help you. Wait... Hold on. I think I must have something stuck in my ears. This this human girl, she agreed to help me get the Wyvern egg of her own accord. Sing when you're winning, Garrett. Oh, that I will. There once was a weasel named Garrett. Fee fi Lizzie said yes, quickly, to Garrett the Weasel's challenge, but she started to have doubts as they skirted along a boardwalk in the dismal swamp and into the foothills of a steep, jagged mountain. As if on cue, swirling ravens greet them. Garrett, Garrett, I know Mistress Lizzie said yes, but I really must beg you to reconsider this. Down here! Behind the rock. Up there. See? They sneak behind a large boulder, and now Garrett leans out from the side of it and points to a spot way, way up the mountain. There? Easy peasy, just like I said. So, here's how it'll go. Kyle, you can come with us most of the way, but once we get to the steepest part of the climb, I think arms are a requirement. So from that point, you'll be on watch. At the first sign of a wyvern, a completely, utterly unlikely situation, you'll give a shout and I'll run like hell and leave Lizzie as bait. I I mean, help us both get out of there. If all goes well, as it will, then you human girl. You just have to do a little dash into the cavern, grab me a little egg, and rush right out. Tick, lickety, split. Wait, wait, wait. You want me to capture the wyvern egg? Oh, I did adequately explain our quest, correct? No, no. No, 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 Garrett. This is uh, uh, unacceptable. This child is a greenway. Look here, I've thought it all through. (laughs) What's that? A ring, obviously. It's pretty and magical. You have a magic ring? Uh, Where did you get that? Nowhere important. It doesn't seem to work on weasels. For you, my dear Greenway. See your finger. (laughs) Yes, that's it. What happened? It's a ring of dodginess. Impressive, Garrett. So now you see how it'll work. Well, I... 
I still don't like it. Please, can you explain dodginess? The ring makes you harder to see. You know, dodgy. You gave me an invisibility ring? Uh, well, not exactly. If I had a ring that did that, well, it would be a whole different story. It's more like you're, uh, dodgy. Someone could look right past you if they're not looking for you, so, so long as you're not doing anything to call attention to yourself. <laughs> and nothing is going to happen! How perfect! Shall we get on with it, then? Lizzie nods, then climbs up onto Kyle's back, and up they go, quickly at first, and then more slowly as the cliff gets steeper and steeper and steeper until it's almost a flat rock wall. I, I, yeah, I think this is as far as I can go. Really, Kyle? I thought you were a goat. A unicorn. Unicorns and goats are very different. Ah, unicorns don't like heights. It's okay. I'm from New York City. There are all kinds of really tall buildings. Like, there's this one where you go inside a glass elevator up 100 stories and it feels like you're flying through the air. No, 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 no. Please, Lizzie, do not rub it in. Well, come on then. Scratch one, Kyle. Add one, Lizzie. Can I um, get on your back? You want to? What? It's a tall cliff. But I can't get possibly. No. You wouldn't. Really? You mean... Do you want your egg or not, Garrett? Fine. I'll make you pay to clean my doublet for any human germs you leave behind, mind you. Watch it. How much do you weigh? Thanks. Lizzie climbs onto Garrett the weasel's back and up they go. The weasel is whip fast, grabbing handhold after handhold, their feet a blur as they climb up and up and, well, far enough up that even Lizzie, who thinks she's okay with heights, shouldn't be looking down. Uh, that's quite a drop. Did you just look down? Oh, rookie move. They scurry further up and up. So fast and so high, Lizzie thinks the air must be getting thinner. Her lungs tighten, something that's not even gravity threatens to pull her down. But she closes her eyes and focuses on holding on to Weasel and listening to their ridiculous song. One foot in front of the other, one foot, walk to your mother, one foot, don't make you smother, it's the only way to look down or up or sideways, don't look up, down or sideways, if you want to be plastered to the peak, you'll sneak a little peek, but otherwise don't you look, da 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 and then they're at the top. <sighs> See? No big thing at all. Now just uh, grab me an egg and we'll be on our way. Garrett nods towards a small cave just past the cliff's edge. Inside, maybe a rock's throw from the entrance, is a nest. And inside the nest, a gigantic sparkly egg. But that's not what catches Lizzie's attention. Um, hey, um, Garrett? Yes, dear? Uh, there are a lot of bones in front of the cave. Lots of bones. Don't worry about those, love. Just run along now and grab me that egg. And don't forget the magic ring. Lizzie's not sure if it's courage or stupidity. 
or not wanting to disappoint people, but she does just what the weasel says. And honestly, not thinking about anything other than grabbing the egg makes it easier. Just one simple task. How hard could that be? So, she slides on the ring of dodginess, then starts walking across the field of bones, finding Weasel's song stuck in her head. One foot in front of the other, one foot don't make you smother, but bones! Bones! Ahead of you, Lizzie, ahead! Lizzie seized with total, all-encompassing panic. Like a spell cast upon her, she's rooted to the ground. She tries to calm down, but it's not working. <sighs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Just bones. Hey! 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 Oh, holy gnomes. Lizzie! Get out of there! What? The sky above Lizzie turns black. For a moment, she thinks she's surrounded by thunderclouds. But it's something much scarier than that. It's a fully grown, angry Mother Wyvern. Hi there, beautiful. Just, just real quick. Was she still planning to steal it? She'll ask herself later. Certainly not. You can't steal an egg right in front of a mama. Maybe she just wanted to get a good look at it. After all, how often does one get up close to a dragon's egg? So close you can touch it? Just real quick. The mama wyvern sticks her head into the opening of the cave. And yup, she looks like all those pictures of storybook dragons. Gigantic hate-filled eyes and a beak like an eagle's but lined with ripping teeth. Lizzie keeps thinking, do what Kyle said, keep calm, dodge into the darkness. But she's not doing a very good job at keeping calm. Hi there, I was just checking on your egg. It's a nice egg, so big. You, you've cared for it so well, it's um, it, it's, it's, Cracking! Oh, out pops a little baby wyvern. Oh, hi, little guy. Oh, so cute. It could probably kill her just as easily as the mama could. But the first thing it does, as it pops out of its shell, is to coo at Lizzie, not kill her. Hey, little buddy. C go to your mama, okay? She wants to meet you. I can't take care of you. I'm a human. I'm probably more likely to be your dinner. The hate in Mama Wyvern's eyes only grows. But Lizzie realizes Mama's biding her time now, thinking about how to deal with the intruder without hurting her baby. Lizzie nudges the baby Wyvern away from her and towards its Mama, and it makes a little sad coo as it goes. Mama's skin tenses, ready to kill. But the baby bought Lizzie the seconds she needs. Lizzie has a whole new sense of calmness and clarity, and now she sees something. There's a hole in the back of the cave. Now there's just one thing left to do. You won't be needing this egg anymore. Right, buddy? 
the gall of that little girl. Lizzie fills her arms with as much of the wyvern eggshell as she can carry, then steps back calmly, ever so calmly, toward the escape hatch. Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all. What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half-dinosaur, half-digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lizzie's falling faster, faster, banging off the wall, zipping around tunnels, flinging off the wall, and then... The banging tunnels end and she's in free fall, like jumping out of an airplane, going faster and faster until... The eggshells Lizzie's clutching in her arms begin to sing to her. There's magic in the wyvern shell. The image comes in a second, the mama wyvern. Her widespread wings if only she had huge, sprouted wings like that right now, she <laughs> A gust of magical wind lifts Lizzie up and slows her freefall. Now, she slowly floats down, down, and... Ow! That... that hurt. Um, now, now what? I escaped the angry mama wyvern, but now I'm stuck in the middle of a gigantic cave. Oh. Lizzie has been a very courageous girl so far. She's escaped her devious great aunt, trolls, wargs, cockatrice, and wyvern. She realizes her great uncle is a warlock and determined to kill her in order to become more powerful. Her mom has deep and terrible secrets. Now Lizzie is in the bowels of a mountain so huge she can't even wrap her mind around how big it is. And it is dark, so dark here. It's from the darkness that she feels it, the thing that eats away at her courage. There's a monster in the darkness out there, and it's called fear. Never Stay away! Stay away! Whatever you are, stay away! I'm not afraid of you! It's your fault they took away, Daddy. You shouldn't have told the woman at school where he was from. You're a bad daughter. Bad. Just big sister too because you were mean to her. The fear keeps trying to get into her and it's starting to win. You'll be alone forever. When the strangest thing happens, what? My, my cell phone? Lizzie digs into her pocket. Sure enough, it's the cell phone her mom left her. She forgot she had it, but now she looks down incredulous and sees that her mother has sent her a text message. 
Remember what I told you, Lizzie. Remember what I told you, Lizzie. What could her mother possibly mean? And how is she sending text messages to a cavern in the deepest, darkest mountain in Fay when the phone didn't even work at their family's house in the real world? Don't panic, Lizzie. Take deep breaths. Lizzie realizes that the phone is not on. The screen is cracked and the battery is dead. But somehow... <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Just don't think too hard. Just, just do what she told you. Don't panic. What take deep, deep breaths. Good. In. And out. And out. Two. And out. See, now isn't that better? Lizzie opens her eyes, and sure enough, things are better. In fact, Yes, there, there's light in here now. It, it's coming from me. To her wondrous delight, Lizzie looks down to the palm of her hand. She puts the cell phone down, and now she holds something much more wonderful. A pool of moonlight. Wow. She stares at this magical wonder. Tips her hand, just so to see what happens. Oh, 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 the water trips with it. Don't, don't spill, don't spill. If she keeps her palms steady, she can see the room around her. And then another wonder overcomes her. The cave she's in lights up red like the sunset. But no, then it's glowing purple into the blue of the fullest night sky glimmering with stars and street lights then pouring red, red like morning all over again. The walls are pulsing like the beat of a heart. Her heart. It's amazing. Lizzie will soon learn this amazing gem that bulges out of every part of the cavern is called Heartstone, and no wonder why. It throbs and shimmers like the beating of the human heart, pulsing with color, throbbing with energy, and as she stares at it, agape, a curious thought tickles the back of her mind. Surely, such a treasure so beautiful it nearly makes her faint would <gasps> attract company. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, nope, not you. <sighs> Keep working. <laughs> Lizzie's not alone in the caves, and the idea gives her hope, not fear, since she doubts she could ever find her way out of this place by herself. So, she follows the light from her palm down a windy passageway towards the sound of the miner. Whoever they are, they're quite determined to find something. Not fit for adorning a skunk's tail. Hello? Hi! Oh, sorry. Who? What? My mother, how are you? Can you put down that light? You're blinding me. Oh, 
Sorry. Here, let me close my hands. <sighs> Much better. Ow, my poor eyes. Now I can see what kind of rude creature goes about sneaking up on gnomes in the dark. Let me get a look at you. No! My eyes must be fooling me. There's no way. Absolutely no. Because I'd say, sure as Gilgamesh's hammer, you sure do look like a human. I am. <laughs> no, you're not. That's completely impossible. Come on now. Shapeshift back into whatever your real form is. This is my real form. Tricky little devil, aren't you? I'll just twist your ear here and... Ow! Well, the old twist of the ear should work on nearly any magical beast. Now you have me all confused. If you aren't a shapeshifter, what can you possibly be? A human! But I already told you, that's impossible! Listen, you. I have been in Fae for only a day or two now, and I can tell you, things that are impossible happen here all the time. Mm, you have a point. So, pray tell, how does a human, a human child no less, end up in the bowels of Celeste Peak? Right smack in the middle of a no-mining operation. I was running from a wyvern. A wyvern? You mean old Celeste? Maybe. No one told me her name. She's the meanest, touchiest wyvern any gnome has ever seen. And you believe me, we gnomes have seen us a goodly share of wyverns in our day. You mean to tell me you encountered Celeste and you lived to tell the tale? What, pray tell, were you up to? I was trying to steal her egg. No! No way! You've got to be... No! I, I can't believe it! You better believe it, because I got away with most of the shell. No! No, 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 no! You're pulling my tail, lass! Am not! Look, I, I even still have part of it with me. <sighs> you know what just a little fraction of a shell is worth? <laughs> and you say you've got more? By golly, you could buy half this mountain, and the next one besides. I should hope so. It wasn't exactly easy to get. Indeed. And any fool dumb enough to enter a wyvern nest usually ends up as a pile of ash. Who are you calling a fool? Hmm. Waltzing around she goes, stealing eggshells from old Celeste. You best hold that close to your chest, lass. And don't you go showing it around to anyone who asks for a look. Hmm. Well... Human child with no business being in the deep inside of the mountain. I've got myself gems to find. And palavering with you isn't helping me meet the quota. So if you'll Hold on. Mm -hmm. I'm lost down here. Can you help me get out? You mean to say you don't? <laughs> of course you don't know how to get out. You don't... <laughs> you don't know all the rivers. Oh, yes, that's rich. Can you help me, please? I would love to, lass, but like I said, I've got a job to do. You you can keep that chunk of wyvern shell. <laughs> Don't tempt a gnome with something like that. It won't do me any good if I can't get out of here. No, I couldn't do that. No, no, no. But tell you what. You might be able to help me with something, and then maybe I could repay you with helping you back. Oh, that worked really great for me before. What's that? Okay, sure, I guess. What do you need? See all these gems? These are just rocks to me. Rocks? Those are diamonds! That's what I said! 
They're worth a fortune in my world. Your world doesn't do me much good now, does it? Nope. What I've been looking for, see? It's on this old map. I can't see it. It's too dark. Oh, right. Hey, let me get my goggles on. Then you can use that light of yours without blinding me. Okay. Okay, that's better. Go ahead and open your hands. Take a look at the map. Oh. The gnome lays out a great treasure map. Stained brown, with crinkling edges, dragon pictures on the side, skulls and crossbones. All the things you'd expect to see. You see here, this is roughly where we are. About three tox widdershins from the River of Dreams, which flows from the south side of the river to the north, downstream to the Sea of Folly, out near the Giant Kingdom. This mountain has always been a favorite of Wyvern's, which is a sure sign that there's Hearthstone buried in it. Hearthstone gives off its own heat, like a beating heart. You understand? Uh-huh. That's why it's called what it is, and Wyverns and other serpents like to congregate near it, to warm themselves up. So there must be some in this mountain. And it's hard to dig into the mountain too close to old Celeste's cave. She's torched at least a hundred gnomes in her time, and eaten at least that many, probably more. Not a single gnome but me will mind this mountain. I'm not scared of Celeste. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm plenty scared, but I found a path through the river down here, you see? I've carved across here, there, there, and... Uh... Uh, Mr. Gnome. Yes? I know where the Heartstone is. You... you what? It's right around the corner. In fact, it's where I left the rest of this wyvern shell. The walls were filled with gems that shone from within, like the beating of a heart. Does that sound like what you're looking for? <laughs> oh my goodness, child. You are the luckiest thing that's ever happened to this old gnome. Show me, please. Yeah, just this way. Lizzie retraces her steps to where she tumbled through the cave. And sure enough, the gnome's eyes light up with wonder. Heartstone, pure heartstone. Heartstone everywhere. Hooray, hooray. <laughs> now, you just remember, Mr. Gnome, you told me you would lead me out of here. Right. Yes. Just that. Of course. All right. Let's get started. Do you need a, a bag of handiness for that shell of yours? A what? It's a bag that's bigger on the inside than it looks on the outside. It sure is handy, and hence the name. Here. Thanks. Thank you, little lass. You've just made my fortune. What is old Alpheus going to say when he sees what I've come up with now? <laughs> Just one little strike and get! The gnome's pickaxe bites into the vein of Hearthstone. But things don't go the way he thinks they should. The vein immediately shatters into a million pieces and Hearthstone gems start raining down upon them and raining and raining. And they soon both realize it's not going to stop. Oh, oh, no. Oh, shoot. Oh, dear. Lizzie, grab as much as you can carry. Oh, okay. Um, never mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> My whole Dantano system is caving in. Holy mud creek. Follow me. Lizzie is running again, 
This time from a collapsing rock tunnel instead of angry magical beasts. The gnome's legs are tiny, but they're slap-slapping the tunnel double time and Lizzie keeps up with him, dodging through the narrow passageways, hopeful that wherever they're going, it's out. Soon she hears the rushing of water and the gnome cries out, The gnome must have dropped the heartstone because suddenly he pops back up to the surface, swimming well. And just in time too, because the next obstacle in front of them is... Waterfall! Faye and Fiends was written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhalge. Executive producer, William Dufries. Associate producer, Casey Turner. Script consultant, Kat Howard. Sensitivity consultant, Elena Fernandez-Collins. You heard Marie Lane as Lizzie. Shannon Campbell as the storyteller. Dustin Tucker as Kyle the Goat. Ella Moak as Garrett the Weasel. Casey Turner as the mom, Cherie. Kim Dakin as Grandma Nora. Michael Dix Thomas as Grandpa Jack. Peter Burkrod as Uncle Carlo. Karen Lund as Aunt Debbie. Michael Dow as Medic 1. Christine Marshall as Medic 2, Garrett's mum, and Faye Althea. Chloe Koloski as Young Cherie. Lisa Boucher Hartman as Ghoul Tree, Cockatrice, and Water Elemental. Colby Elliott as Wittershins the Troll and Cecil the Gnome. Dalton as Kimball and Gary Hauger as The Wargs and Goblin Soldiers. Gregory Hauger as Young Carlo and Additional Goblins. Katie Gall as Wyvern Song. Maya Williams as Wind Elemental. Burke Brimmer as Dr. Bronson. Carrie Loomis as Nurse Carly, Mariah Bergeron as the Fae Queen, Jessica Rainfull as Fae Cassandra, Chantal King as Fae Lieutenant, William DeFries as Giant, Goblin Supplicant, and Goblin Elder, Dylan Chestnut as Goblin Kid, Rachel Flanger as the Brainworm, James Herrera as Goblin Wizard, Tony Riley as Goblin Warrior, Ozma Caston as Glendora, and additional voices by the cast. Recorded by Fred Greenhalge on location at the Dear Old Farm in Berwick, Maine, and at Mind's Eye Productions in South Portland, Maine, both of which are traditional territory of the Wabanaki Confederacy. Assistant Director, Casey Turner. Production Assistant, Jessica Rainville. Dialogue Editing by Grace Waldron. Sound Design by Rory O'Shea. Additional Sound Effects by Mind's Eye Productions. Main Theme, World Tree Theme, and Carlos Theme by Peter Van Reet. Original Score by Frank Schulmeyer. Original Cover Art by Bethany Greenhalge. Episode Art by Simon Adams. See this amazing art, learn more about the world of the Fae and Fiends, and see behind the scenes of the recording process at our website, feyfiends.com. That's Faye, F-A-E, Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S, dot com, feyfiends.com. Special thanks to the cast and family, and to Neanna Greenhalge, who listened to countless early versions of this work and made it better by constantly asking questions. A Fae and Fiends, the Dagaz Media production, dagazmedia.com.
We put on our detective caps and looked high and low, searching for clues to lead us to the best new mystery podcast for kids. Little did we know that we would have to search upside down. That's right. We discovered the upside down story with a brand new mystery story for kid detectives each and every week. With most stories, the storyteller introduces themselves at the beginning of the tale. But at the upside down story, you don't know who is telling you the story until the very end. Unless you guess their identity sooner, that is. Do you think you have the detective skills to crack these cases wide open? Yes? Then tag along with us for the fun and put your sleuthing skills to the test by listening to The Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.